podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. is Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and we're actually just a few hours away from the return of Big 12 football again. Can we get Thursday night games back? Because I, I don't think I can go another week with just the NFL. I am your host, Philip Slavin. And I am Chris Ross. And this is the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 conference. Yeah, Big 12 is back in action tonight. Kansas on the road at Boston College. And uh, and I don't I don't I don't I don't care like I don't have the ACC network I, I don't Chris do you have the ACC network I do actually well I have yeah uh, I'm fortunate enough to have most uh, every network out there yeah well aren't you a lucky duck uh, well so for Kansas fans I hope you have it otherwise not that I think you really want to watch your team but that's not the team that we're focusing on today though we are gonna make picks because it's Friday we're gonna make picks on that one why would we make picks on a kansas game because i don't know that's the one i one of the games i chose i don't really want to make picks i gotta be blunt like i'm i'm, I'm off to a terrible start and uh, i'm trying to be optimistic and, and hope that i can mount a valiant comeback you know but uh yeah um you're you're in quite the hole yeah so just so everyone's aware chris is currently up eight three and one and i am uh Three and nine. So we've got a, I've got a little bit of ground to make up. I've got a I've got I think a good chance today because we've got a few different picks. And uh, so last week we said we we're going to have a guest picker, and we did, but something happened with the audio recording, uh, and instead of actually getting him, we had highlights from LSU's Week One game. Still not entirely sure how that happened. Like I, I can't even begin to explain how that happened. We can't figure it out. It's fairly very Twilight Zone. Yeah, because we were going through the audio and. It was like, this is empty. Oh, wait, no, there is a, a brief, like, from the eight-minute mark to something. And, and yeah, it was weird. It was, like, it was highlights from a different game that neither of us watched. We don't even know where that audio came from. So, uh, uh, last week's guest picker, and I won't reveal just because 
He is expected to join us next week. If he can't, I don't want to say anything because that's, you know, unfair expectations. But Gracie Terrell from Sprott's Takes is on the show. Always love having Gracie here. And it's very good timing to have her because we get to talk about Kansas State a little bit. She does cover the Wildcats. And that Kansas State at Mississippi State game, to me, is the is the 1B to the Iowa State-Iowa 1A Big 12 game of the week. Yeah, it, she was a great to have on. I, I enjoyed it. I think uh, her picks are pretty good. Um, I did not like the times you agreed with me. Um, that made me second-guess some things. But other than that, great show. Really, really appreciate that. You're a, yeah. you're a real minch, I believe, is the, uh, is the term that is used. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just going to write it because I know eventually that uh, I'm going to fall off. You're going to pass me, and uh, you'll get to return it all. Don't worry. It's fine. I'll just... Beat you in all our, our dynasty and, and fantasy football leagues. Uh, on to other things. Before we get to our picks, if you do not have the Big 12 now, that means you do not have ESPN Plus. And if you don't have ESPN Plus yet, what are you doing? Forget the fact that there's miles to go. And if you don't want to watch this week's episode that's uh, all about Kansas getting upset, if that doesn't get you, uh, if the fact that you can watch West Virginia, Kansas next week on ESPN Plus doesn't convince you to get signed up, then how about the fact that there are literally team-by-team pregame uh, little episodes before games exclusive to each team. So imagine like game day for your team. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's so awesome. They're good too. Oh, they're fantastic. Like they are very, yeah. very well done. And they those alone are almost worth the price of admission. Forget the fact that every ESPN 30 for 30 movie ever is on there. And I'm driving my wife a little bit nuts watching. She's like, haven't you seen this one on the Miami Hurricanes <laughs> like four times already? I'm like, yeah, and it's still good. It's still good. Yeah. No, and then there's a there's a conference game next week on. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, Kansas is on ESPN Plus mm-hmm. next week. So if you are not signed up yet, what are you waiting for? It's easy to do. All we ask of you is go check out the 1012 Twitter account at TEN, the number 12, the word podcast. At the very top, pinned to the top, is a tweet that has the link where you can get signed up for ESPN+. Plus. Just being transparent, it does help us out. It doesn't cost you anything extra to sign up that way. But if you haven't subscribed yet, go in, sign up, get your, your free trial. And go ahead and start paying the four ninety nine a month because you're not going to want to miss any of the fantastic Big 12 Now action on there. If you haven't signed up, now is the time to do so. Remember, just go check out our Twitter account at TEN, the number 12, the word podcast. So, of course, it's Friday, and that means we're making picks. And I know we promised to have a guest picker last week due to some technical difficulties. We didn't. Uh, This week, though, we are delivering, and we are delivering with a heck of a guest picker. Gracie Terrell from Sprott's Takes is joining the show again. It's always a pleasure to have you on, Gracie. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your uh, midday drinking on a Thursday (laughs) to, uh, to join us to make some betting picks about Big 12 football games. I mean, I'm doing it in real time on my bookie. I'm over here like, all right, what do I got to get done for this weekend? So it's just kind of like a part of the process. And if I do it at a bar versus doing it at home, no big deal. Yes. I Look, I I, I make fun of you, but really I'm just envious that you are working out of a, <laughs> an establishment that offers alcoholic beverages while I am not. So before we get to our picks, I, I do want to talk to you about this weekend's Kansas State game because... As big as the Iowa-Iowa State game is, this Kansas State-Mississippi State game, which 
before the season started, it just looked like, a, you know, Kansas State's going to go, get blown out. I don't even care. Now, with the start that the Wildcats have had with Kleiman, this has turned into a sneaky good game and a, and a potentially really big game for the Big 12 and for Kansas State. Kind of an opportunity for to learn if if the their start is legit, if they're as good as we think they might actually be, or if it just was beating down some subpar competition. So right. I'm curious from you, what has been your takeaway of the Wildcats so far two games in? Coach Kleiman has them absolutely rocking and rolling, and the difference is from uh, just a very basic level. Uh, we finish games, you know, and we finish them very well. And even though it's been lesser than opponents, um, you know, the discipline that it takes to actually have that mindset of follow through and uh, the win the dang day thing that he said was just absolutely beautiful uh, at the very beginning of his coaching tenure. You know, he just comes out with this uh, attitude of, yeah, we're going to get it done. No problem. I don't know why I have this like false confidence in him, uh, but it's just something that we haven't seen, like kind of like BDE coming out of Cape State and like even possibilities of new uniforms and all this talk going on. I'm like, this is just crazy. This is uncharted waters for a lot of people. And seeming how I became a K-State fan when I first uh, went to K-State 2008 from the Ron Prince era. This is totally night and day from what I've seen. What has been the most surprising thing about this this 2-0 start? Because to me, the, the team has just looked dominant. Uh, and again, I realize they played Nichols and Bowling Green, and neither <laughs> of those teams is anyone you're like, ooh, whoop-de-doo. But, you know, so often teams start seasons against subpar competition and kind of play down to it or they have a lot of kinks to work out, where Kansas State's looked kind of like mid-season form, at least compared to what they have been the past few years, coming out yeah. of the gate, which has been really impressive. So what is what has been the most surprising thing about this start for you? Probably that every single person on our offense is a weapon for our quarterback, which is never happening. Um, I have never seen so many people, different people scoring um, in my life. You know, it was always uh, not saying that Dana Dimmel had a favorite or anything, but we would literally go down the field and then all of a sudden Winston Dimmel's running in for a touchdown. We're like, ah, oh, shocking. You know, the most overused position, of course, for K-State is fullback. Got it. Um, but we would just see kind of the same patterns, the same things, And like everyone knew what we were doing. It's totally and completely night and day now. Um, I'm even getting surprised that we are going for things that uh, we wouldn't normally go for. I think we didn't even punt. I can't even remember what the stat was from the first game, but it was absolutely insane the amount of offensive yards we just kept racking up. And like you said, not strong opponents, but for some reason, um, going to Mississippi State before was a lot more terrifying than it is this time around. So we're going to make our picks, and I want to start with this Kansas State game because it's you know mm-hmm. it's, it's my 1B game. Um, right now, Kansas State is a is a seven point dog to Mississippi State. So Gracie, I'm gonna let you pick first. What's your uh, what's your pick in this game? It's really I don't ever uh, pick my team to win no matter what. So I'm just gonna flat out say Mississippi State. Yes, go with it. Um, only because I get so nervous, and it's really the seven point dog thing. Not really. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's not going to be a close game. It's either going to be we either dominate them, they dominate us. I just don't really see it in, in, any in between. Excuse me. Fair enough. Um, so this line actually opened as uh, <laughs> Mississippi State is a nine point favorite. Uh-huh. And I wish I could still get that line, but you can't. Anywhere. Right. <laughs> um, that said, Mississippi State's been good. They they had a, a 
big week two, rough week one. So I'm still not sure what to expect of them either. Man, I, I think I'm going to lean on, I think, I, I don't know if I can pick Kansas State to win outright, but I'm going to say they cover. I, I, I'm going to take the okay. Kansas State side of this one. I got to, I, man, I don't know what it is, but there's something about this Kansas State team through two weeks that just seems disciplined. Well, like you said, like before when it was nine, I could see going with K-State. But now that seven, I'm like, oh, that's just way too close for comfort. Oh, if I could get that nine line, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh that would have been good. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, um, since you're winning this thing, I, I went ahead and went before you since that's what you've asked us to do before the uh, before we started recording. <laughs> What's your pick in this game? Well, I feel a lot better about my pick now that you took Kansas State. <laughs> let's let's go back. Let's go back a year ago, and oh, we no. thought the Wildcats oh, no. were going to be pretty good. Stop. And uh, they were straight exposed by Mississippi State. Now, it's a little bit different team this year, and I really like what Kleiman is doing in Manhattan. Uh, with that said, yeah, Mississippi State's just too much up front. Kansas State doesn't get the push they get in the Big 12, and uh, I, I like Mississippi State to win this one handedly. Okay. All right. That seems... It's fair. It's very fair. Yeah. I mean, I disagree, but it's fine. Um, all right. Sticking with the state of Kansas, uh, the Jayhawks on the road tonight, Friday, to face Boston College, yeah, but Boston. I'm not Boston. That again. I'm not gonna Boston. It's more. Is it Boston or Boston? Is it Boston? Boston. Is, I think. I, there we go. All right. <laughs> We're That's killing it today. Not doing that ever again. Uh, BC amazing. opened as an 18 and a half point favorite. Now the line is up to uh, 21. Kansas a three touchdown dog, which isn't shocking after the week two performance. Uh, Gracie, what do you got in this game? Uh, well, they don't have Doug Flutie, so I will just throw that out there. Um, and I don't know, like the whole, like thinking about the Kansas Jayhawks as anything like a, a, like a road presence whatsoever. It's not really, no, I just don't see this happening. And last week was just so embarrassing. And, you know, the last mile, last miles era, I think is starting off beautifully, but, uh, KU fans probably wouldn't agree. I mean, I just don't see K doing anything in this game. I mean, honestly, God, I'll be surprised if he scored a touchdown. Yeah. After last week, they're, they're sticking with Carter Stanley at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I, the offense just didn't look. It looked like old Les Miles' offense. Sorry. I, man, on the road, I think I got to take Boston College I, I to cover that. I, that. Which is, I don't like it because it's 21 points. It's three touchdowns. But mm-hmm. they mustered seven points against Coastal Carolina at home. <laughs> uh, Boston College may not just be an offensive juggernaut, but I get the feeling they can probably score a few points on a Kansas team that gave up twelve. To yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the uh, I'll take Boston College to t- cover the twenty-one. Chris, what do you got? Well, Kansas is so bad that even you can't jinx this pick. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Boston College to cover. Kansas is zero and two against the spread. They looked really really bad last week. I, I I'm not like I'm not going to pass judgment on the Les Miles era. I, I think they showed a lot of promise in Week One, but last week was was pretty bad. And Boston College is going to be a better team, so so give me BC to cover the 21 points. Uh, to continue the trend of all Big 12 teams being on the road pretty much this week, TCU going all the way up to Lafayette, Indiana to take on Purdue. Uh, TCU obviously had a a week off to try and figure some things out after Week One. At the moment. They are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. This line actually opened with Purdue as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a three-point uh, complete gone in the opposite direction. Gracie, what do you got in this one? 
Purdue coming off uh, beating Vandy, who I thought was like apparently, you know, pretty good this year. But I mean, I looked at Vandy and they got beat by Georgia, which, yeah, they're a good team. And then they got beat by Purdue. I don't know. Um, this seems a little too close for comfort, but I think I'm going to have to go with TCU. I think they can, I think they can manage that. Yeah. I, the, the thing that, that gets me here is Purdue kind of seemed to figure some things out after that first quarter against Vanderbilt. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Vandy, I think actually had a lead in that game and Purdue eventually came back and, and, and kind of ran away with it. And it seemed to figure some things out. TCU opened against UAPB had the off week. My guess is they're still going with both quarterbacks and, and, and going to continue to experiment at Purdue. <laughs> I love TCU's defense, but my, look, I mean, just being honest, Big 12 against Big 10, I'm generally going to side with the Big 12. And do I think TCU can not only win this, but do so by three points? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take TCU in this one. I, I think they uh, I think they cover that that two and a half. Okay. Well, now you got me second guessing myself because right. <laughs> yes, please pick Purdue. You said that uh, you know the, the Big Ten versus the Big Twelve. You know the Big Ten has the most uh, teams in the top twenty-five with six, and the Big Twelve has two. So I don't know if I would just inherently take the Big Ten or the. Big 12 over the Big 10 right now. Um, I do like to see you, and I think that this this line is fairly close because, you know, the Horfrogs didn't look very good in what we've seen of them so far. So really to take them is trusting Gary Patterson that they'll get things figured out. This one's on the road, though, and uh, I, I think I'm going to make a late switch here. I do think I'm going to take Purdue. Ouch. So I'm wow. just going to be flat out wrong on this one. No, it's fine. It's fine. I just I think <laughs> TCU's defense is good enough to to kind of keep this as a lower scoring game, which to me plays yeah. into TCU's favor with the quarterback situation. Like I really like Purdue, and I know they're putting up a lot of stats, but you 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 shut down Rondell Moore, which I think TCU can do, and I just don't think Purdue's got enough to just like pile points on top of TCU, which is I think kind of what you're going to have to. I hate to say like they have to outscore them because that's the most captain obvious statement of all time, but I do think this is a game <laughs> where Purdue needs to outscore TCU more than they need to slow TCU down. But okay. Well, there's a couple of things here. You know, we're still dealing with, you know, Alex Delton at quarterback who's probably not who they actually want there in the long term. And no. then, yeah. you, you know, you, it's just... I don't know if this was if this was at home, I'd want to take the Horn Frogs. In this way, you know, if I lose this pick, at least I'm happy with the outcome of the game. Well, I mean, we just really know what Gary Patterson's going to be wearing on game day because sweater vest, <laughs> Gary Patterson, all in. Dry fit shirt with no like man boob protection, not all in. You're, you're taking a different look at Patterson than, than I am for sure. I'm just letting you know that like G Pat with the sweater vest on is almost unstoppable. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Keep that in my notes that I should never bet against the uh, the G Pat sweater vest. Good to know. No, it's very never do statistical it. <laughs> and uh, and scientific. There, Love that's it. why you guys bring me on, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the other game that I think is kind of flying under the radar is Texas Tech at Arizona. Uh, this mm-hmm. game opened with Tech as a three point favorite. It's currently Tech is a two point favorite. That's come back in a little bit. You can get it as a two and a half, but we're gonna run with with two. Gracie, uh, what's your pick in this one? I mean, how do you give up, like, 41 to Northern Arizona and expect me to pick you the next week? Like, no, you can't do that. You gave up 45 to Hawaii the week before. Like, I made so much money on the game only because it was, you know, the late night game I had to. Uh, when you spend all your money, lose all your money, excuse me, not spend, lose all your money the entire day, you have to go with the Hawaii game. 
Um, it was nuts. That whole game was nuts. But no matter what, this game is take the over because it's going to be well over 70-something points easily. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to have to go with Texas Tech. Like, because Arizona gives up so much that I just don't think that they can, like, match that deficit. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I kind of wonder if I, I was I was reading a few different people's picks on this game, and they all seem to keep mentioning Texas Tech's bad defense, Texas Tech's bad defense. And I kind of stopped to wonder if they'd actually paid attention to Texas Tech so far this season. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Texas Tech's only got TCU's defense, but Texas Tech's still scoring, and they're doing a good job of, of holding bad teams offensively and I know that doesn't mean you have a great defense and Arizona's got a pretty good offense let's be honest I think they're they're figuring things out a little bit in in year two for Kevin Sumlin but I don't think this Texas Tech defense is as bad as it has been in years past just because you know we we talked to players at Big 12 Media Days and I know I've mentioned this I think Wells brought in some discipline that had really been missing to this team which is showing on the defensive side of the ball I think it's a high scoring game because I don't think Tech's a great defense but at at two points, man, I, I it, someone's going to lose a game that 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 we that we think they shouldn't. And I, and as much as I want to say Arizona's going to win this because it's on the road and it scares me, I'm going to go ahead and lean with Texas Tech in this one. I think they can outscore Arizona in a in a bit of a shootout and slow them down a little bit better than Arizona can slow down Texas Tech. Yeah, I, I like the Red Raiders' chances here. They're 2-0 against the spread. Arizona's 0-2 against the spread. The Red Raiders' offense just too much. Their defense is underrated right now. It's looked pretty solid the, the first two weeks. Um, yeah, sure, it's not perfect, but uh, a lot better than it has been in season past. And, I, I mean, I just don't have a lot to say. I think Texas Tech wins this one pretty comfortably. All right, we're going to get to our game of the week in a minute, but uh, Gracie... What is your uh, what's your random game pick here? <laughs> I got Kent State at Auburn. Auburn's favored by thirty six. It's fine. Um, I'm I really like the idea of like we need an SEC like crying like Cobra surrender Cobra like gift. We just really need one. And I think Auburn fans are going to be it this year. Early in the season, it's supposed to be a cupcake matchup like most of the SEC matchups are. And uh, I think Kent State's going to like. Get close. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. And I'm heart psychic, so just go with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stick with the SEC for a minute. Arkansas, for some strange reason, is currently a favorite in a game. Uh, they are favored by 10 points over Colorado State. Look, I know they're making the switch to uh, to Starkle at quarterback because Ben Hicks has been kind of meh. And I've watched a decent amount of Arkansas because I live here and my wife's an Arkansas fan and everyone in the state's an Arkansas fan except for like a few LSU <laughs> fans and I don't know what they're doing here. Um Arkansas is favored by 10 points. Like, I can't imagine Arkansas should be favored by double digits in any game this season, even against a Colorado State team that's not that awesome. So while I think Arkansas might actually win this game, 10 points seems awfully high to me. So I'm going to take Colorado State in this one. Arkansas may win, but I don't think they win by 10. Nice. Okay, so just just so everybody out there is aware, what is your record on um, uh, on these games? You're, you're one you know off what? We already talked about that in the intro. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> okay. There's no reason to sit here and just keep grinding the knife. You don't need to well, I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like the listeners have to be warned. We're not, you know. Chris is 831. I'm 3 and 9. Don't, all right. All right. Don't no, but, but the the uh, the outside pick, the, the not Big 12 pick, what are oh, you I'm 0 and 2. But in my defense, <laughs> okay. look, the Syracuse one, I, you know. But Purdue should have beaten – I should have won the one with Purdue-Nevada, but Purdue decided to stop playing football in the second half. That's not my fault. 
Okay. And, and, and what am I in the outside picks? What do you got, man? We got it. We got it. We only have limited time. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to write Ohio state for the second week in a row. Oh I, I like their chances. This line is, is I don't like the way it's moving. Open to 14 is now 18, but uh, I think they get Indiana by three touchdowns. So uh, I'm taking uh, Ohio state again. All right. You just go ahead and ride that Buckeye train. Just ride it all year. That's fine. Go ahead. Oh boy. I'll, right. I'll, I'll keep up all those W's. That's for sure. That's fine. You go ahead. How that's a, like, ugh, that game's Indiana. Um, okay. Game of the week. Iowa State facing Iowa in the battle for the Cyhawk Trophy. Ames Day on Saturday. Game day in Ames. This is a big one. It was our Wednesday preview. If you haven't checked it out, go back and do so. But, all right. Right now, at the moment, Iowa is a two-and-a-half point favorite in this game. Gracie, what do you got? Don't don't sleep on the Cyclones. Like, I don't know why people keep doing this. Like, Matt Campbell's got tricks. And not those kind of tricks, but, like, good tricks. I'm going to go with Iowa State. So, a couple interesting stats that I'm going to throw out there. Um, someone mentioned this on Twitter, and I thought it was interesting. Since 2012, Iowa is 17-1 and straight up as a road favorite, 15-3 and against the spread. To counter that, since Brock Purdy took over for the Cyclones, he is undefeated at home. Something has got to give here. Matt Campbell is 0-3 against Iowa. They blew a game two years ago at home in overtime that they probably should have won. Man, this just... I, Iowa's good, but God, this feels like the year. It just feels like the year that Iowa State should finally get the W. It's interesting. Iowa State actually opened as a one-point favorite. And I know I said this was two and a half, but it's now, since I checked this like 30 minutes ago, has moved down to Iowa as a two-point favorite. So this, this game is kind of all <laughs> over the place. I'm going to take Iowa State here. I... Like it's got to happen at some point. This, this, the, at some point, Campbell's got to get the win. I'm not picking the win, but with two points, and Iowa's favored, I'm, I'm taking Iowa State here. Uh, why? Again, <laughs> you just lined out the exact reasoning, so now I think I'm way off. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, I like. I, I think Vegas had it right the first time. I like Iowa State at home, and it's one of those that I, Iowa State has to win this game eventually, right? I, I don't. They didn't look great uh in, in week one so but they've had the bye week to get ready i i like the what campbell does in Ames, and i expect him to have him ready so uh, I, I like iowa state to win the game outright you know two points or not yeah defense played really well in that game and and, and levi brought up a good point while we were in our wednesday preview that iowa state just went like super vanilla like not even like flavorful vanilla just like like kale, just like nothing, just just water water <laughs> chestnut. We're talking celery, okay? Just tastes oh like nothing, not even vanilla. That's what they did in the offense, and it came almost came back to bite them in the ass. But you know, so say love you, they got the W. I I think they open up the books. I think they go all out, and I, I mean, I'll be rooting for Iowa State in this one because I'm sick and tired of them pulling off upsets and wins in the Big Twelve, but they can't even beat stinking Iowa. Like, come on, guys, do your part. Yeah, do your part as a member of the rough. Big Twelve. Oh, that's okay. beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Gracie, you have been awesome as always. You are, if nothing else, a pleasure to talk to. I'm going to let you get back to your day drinking, uh, but before you <laughs> do, uh, for everybody who wants to follow the content that you produce for Kansas State and just in general, where can they do so? I'm on bringonthecats.com, the K-State Espionation blog, and then also you can find me at SprottsGat on every single platform imaginable. Uh, if you guys don't follow her on Twitter, you should. There's a lot of sass and snark, and it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Like just, it's just, rough. Just, it's rough. 
Well, yeah, but it's fun rough. Like it's <laughs> it's that kind of uh, gravelly, gritty, like rough that you just kind of enjoy. Like I, I do have a lot of grit. That, don't that don't let it my, be directed. That'd be my draft profile. There you go. I don't want it directed at me in any way, shape, or form. Like if I ever get on your bad side, I'm just gonna shut it down. <laughs> this but, is quickly uh, becoming not safe for work. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. Carry on. Thank you. All right. Uh, this has been a ton of fun, Gracie. Enjoy Kansas State's game this weekend. Chris, I look forward to finally closing the gap, the terrible growing chasm between your score and mine. Uh, uh, I love this part of the week when you feel like you have a chance. That's great. I like to be an optimist. Um, <laughs> it's not really in my nature, so it's a weird feeling. It's, you know, it's like Oscar the Grouch smiling, but so be it. Uh, everybody enjoy the games this weekend. Go Big 12. Uh, don't forget it starts tonight with Kansas at Boston College, although none of us will be able to watch it because no one has the ACC network. Hey guys, a couple of things before we go. Just a reminder, make sure you're subscribed to the 1012 podcast so you don't miss a single episode during the football season. Two, rate and review the show. Five stars, please. It helps guests get the word out about the show to other people. Plus, we just like to know what you like and don't like. Just if you're going to give us one star, let us know why. We appreciate it. Don't forget, if you want to be part of our first mailbag episode this month, shoot us your question. You can DM us on Twitter, at 1012podcast, T-E-N, the number 12, the word podcast, or you can shoot it to us in an email. That's 1012podcast, T-E-N, number 12, word podcast, at gmail.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.